Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and when I say your name, please just uh, say hello. Andrew Whitehead. Hello. Tia Kemp. Hi. Whitney Rumble. Hello. And Kelly Conrad. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you all for, for being here. Right now, we are all coming to you uh, from different locations due to the COVID-19 uh, outbreak lockdown has us in our respective uh, doomsday bunkers. Uh, all of us have proper antennae uh, to get the, the signal <laughs> signal out uh, so it doesn't stop the broadcast. We are here. All right. So today what's going to happen is we're going to go through some quick news about the show, some reviews uh, for the podcast. Uh, we're going to recap pretty quickly uh, season two, and we're going to discuss the season three trailer. Uh, so that's where we're at. Uh, what I would like to do first is just talk about the reviews that we've gotten. Uh, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes and rate and review or wherever you listen to the podcast. We see the iTunes ones most often. So we have three that we've gotten. Uh, this one from Taylor Swift fan 12, uh, 10 for 10 would recommend this podcast to anyone. If you're not watching Killing Eve at this point, what are you even doing? Uh, the host recaps will leave you laughing and worrying about your love for an assassin. And who doesn't love a good panic about questioning your morals? Give it a listen. You won't regret it. Thank you, Taylor Swift Fan 12. We have, uh, looks like Mavix. Uh, it's not even close, but it's M-A-I-V-X-I-S. Uh, who calls us a hilarious bunch I just finished season one and waiting for season two to release on Hulu in a few days. I'm so glad I found this podcast and love listening to all of your reactions and comments. You guys have the best Russian accents ever. I'm laughing <laughs> half the time. Half the time. All right. We have to change that. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, yeah. Uh, let's see if we can't make that half of a half. Uh, right. Uh, and we have, why do we have to come up with a nickname as their nickname? Uh, the perfect mix of personalities and opinions. This one's a little lengthy, but I'm going to go through it all. Yeah. Love the show and this podcast so much. The banter back and forth is what I love, and I appreciate that y'all have differing opinions. I generally agree with everything said, except I think season two was really good. Uh, <laughs> really good. Uh, but I deliberately, oh no, I definitely understand uh, the critiques, especially relative to the masterpiece of season one. Mm-hmm. Nunao has been my favorite character from the start, and Jodie Comer deserves all the awards. I have uh, begun watching other things uh, she has been in. And one other other paragraph here. I'm not sure if any of you said this, and I missed it, but in season two, episode two, uh, Villanelle put the toilet wand in Julian's mouth after she kills him because she knows Eve is going to eventually come. And it's a callback to season one, episode five, where Eve tries to use a toilet wand as a weapon to defend herself against Villanelle. Oh, it's similar to leaving the apple in Gabriel's mouth after she killed him. Thank you for such great content and help me get through my commutes. Can't wait for y'all to come back for season three. Aw, yeah, very nice, uh, very nice reviews and an interesting point because at least when people are listening to this one, most of them aren't going to be commuting. I'm I'm curious Mm -hmm. how the podcast listening numbers will be impacted. And I'm just not just talking about this, but all podcasts, because that's a huge portion of when people listen is commuting to and from 
yeah. their place of work. So that's, I mean, I'm sure that people will find other times to listen to podcasts. Like if you're doing the dishes or like going for a walk or like I've picked what, up coloring again. Coloring. <laughs> <laughs> what are you coloring? Oh, let me show you. I'm coloring a, um, it's like a mindfulness coloring you have, book. You have it right there. Is that what you're doing while Ooh. we're doing this? Um, what if I was? <laughs> what if I was? Two types of colored pencils nice. um, that have like the same colors. So didn't really think that one through. Um, but anyway, I've been listening to a podcast and doing some coloring. It's been very okay. nice. I like that you picked it up again. What made you put it down? <laughs> she grew up. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, Whitney, it's hard. (laughs) Like the designs are hard. They're like small and very like detailed. And I was like, this is too much. It was like kind of stressful. But now I like have the time and I do find it meditative. Cool. All right. Uh, So let's jump into some quick news about the show and podcast. Uh, The biggest bit of news that came out over the last few days is that the show has been moved up. The premiere for season three has been moved up two weeks and now premieres on Easter Sunday, April 12th. Yay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty big. Um, It's, I I think there's just a lot of companies right now that are doing whatever they can to keep people happy and interested in things that they do. Uh, And that maybe that's one thinking behind that is like, everybody's home. Let's take advantage of this viewership while people can't leave the house. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is our next episode is going to be our Stone Cold Locks episode brought to you by The 12, where we each give uh, several predictions and then we keep track of them as the show goes on. Last year, we've had a couple couple hits, a lot of misses, uh, big swings, big misses, uh, but that's what it's all about. You play <laughs> the game. It's a good okay. time. So if you have any predictions uh, then be on the lookout for that episode and we will detail how you can email us your predictions or tweet them to us and kind of play along at home. Uh, and probably be in the running for a shirt or a hat or something. We're usually pretty good about getting out swag for uh, Killing Eve fans, fans of the podcast. Ooh, you should give out toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Killing Eve toilet paper. That's such a good idea. <laughs> Oh, I mean, just toilet paper. <laughs> no, with a Killing Eve <laughs> logo on every piece. Uh, I am stocked up, so I will make. I will give people the option. Where'd you, you get either... the TP? Are you I a hoarder of toilet I didn't, paper? No, I didn't wait until there was a, a fucking pandemic to. Oh, so my you ass. just always were hoarding that? <laughs> you were just always hoarding toilet paper. No, hey, excuse hoarding. me. There's a difference between being prepared for wiping your ass and forever hoarding <laughs> forever. <yeah. laughs> so what if I have a full closet of toilet paper? What's it to you? But you uh, also like, got like a boatload of hand sanitizer too. No, I, I have one small one that I bought in Chicago a few weeks ago that I am. It's like the loaves and the fishes. I am spreading that out. More, <laughs> I guess more accurately, the oil of the menorah. I was going to say, uh, what, what saying are you saying? The loaves and the fishes <laughs> from Jesus in the Bible. Oh, the Bible, <laughs> right. <laughs> you still oh. don't know. She still doesn't know. <laughs> no, she got nothing. That long book. <laughs> <laughs> mm, didn't get through it. <laughs> oh, long TLDR. Very disjointed. Yeah. Very disjointed. Uh, well, Wait, spoiler, Mike, alert. I have... spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. 
the butler did it. So, uh, yes. My question about your toilet paper then. So you're saying you're always repaired. At what point, minus the pandemic, do you go and buy more toilet paper? Mm. Like how many rolls are you down to that you're like, I should go stock up? Uh, Sometimes one or when that one is being used. So I don't, Mm. uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just don't use it that much. Oh, here's the other thing. Uh, this wow, is you have so much toilet paper and you're not even using it. Welcome to toilet paper talk. Um, my roommate just moved out and my roommate had her own preference of toilet paper. She didn't take the TP with her when she went back to Mexico. So now I have, now I, I'm a hoarder by default, I think. Oh, that's fair. Mm. What I was going to get at originally was I will give people the option. They can either get a hat, a shirt, or I will send a roll of toilet paper to their house. <laughs> Maybe two. We'll see where things are at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I We just ordered um, some liquor um, to be delivered. And with the liquor delivery, they gave us a roll of toilet paper. It was very nice. That's so nice. Yeah. Wow. It was great. That is very nice. But also, they're hoarding. If they're able to do that, they are hoarding. But they're like giving it out. They're sharing their wealth. If you buy something from them. (laughs) Wow. You are such a little wiener about your toilet paper. Oh, okay. Corona Kelly. (laughs) Don't make me call the cops on you. (laughs) All right. Let's get on with this, uh, with this podcast. Uh, So all we're going to do, chat a little bit about season two, probably more about toilet paper. uh, And then uh, talk about the season three trailer. Uh, so what do you remember from season two that you found interesting? I remember Constantine making some questionable fashion choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, overall good. But I remember, I think there was, were there some uh, embroidered jeans? Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. jacket, there's like a yeah. half jacket. <laughs> yeah. Sewn together. <laughs> A lot of like Ed Hardy looking mm-hmm. attire, like mm-hmm. that Ed Hardy shirt that had like the tattooed looking sleeves, yeah. but then like a black thing on top of it. It was like an accent. It was it was a lot. To contrast, Carolyn's outfits were oh, phenomenal all season, and Villanelle's outfits oh, yeah. were like got better and better. Right. I yeah. still think I still think about that suit jacket, the polo outfit. one, the horse. Yes, with oh, the silver yeah, yeah. silver trousers, like get oh, out of town. so good. Yeah, I yeah. like the plaid on plaid. That's not my favorite. Ooh, the plaid on plaid was delicious. <laughs> mm. uh, she pulls off the- a tux like no other. Too, oh, mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, anything about the storylines? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. I think that no, I, that covers it. Let's talk about it. No, so I, I just. <laughs> I just recapped everything. So I am, I'm like fresh off of having this, like my feelings are even more intense than when I watched it the first time around with y'all. Wow. Um, yeah. Carolyn is such a badass. Yeah. I already knew it, but I think knowing what's going to happen, I'm noticing the little details and how confident she is, how she had this whole thing planned out from early on. Yeah. And it's really, it's really cool to watch her just be the pro that she is. It's like, oh, that's why you're the head of 
you know, in my six right now. So, and yeah. always so calm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like always the most calm, which just makes her more of a badass. Yeah. What but did not you say a great about- mom. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. True. Poor Kenny. Poor, poor Kenny. Sad boy Kenny. Kenny. That's what I was not expecting from season two is how much Kenny was like going to get the shaft. Is that a saying? Getting the shaft? Yeah. yeah. You get the shaft. Yeah. I've is that like getting canned? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Are you from the 40s? <laughs> oh, yeah, get the shaft. He got the shaft. Now so. he's on the lamb. I think so. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting to get so little of Kenny. And then I also wasn't expecting for Eve to get so, go down that path. Like, I, like I thought she would like, her and Villanelle's relationship would progress but I didn't think she would like sleep with someone. I didn't think that, you know, yeah. she would kind of go down that route. So I feel like they really like forced her to hit many rock bottoms. Yeah. And she slept with yeah. them at Villanelle. Like they had microphone sex. Yeah. They yeah, basically yeah. had like, they had like social distancing sex. Oh, <laughs> 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 it was cool. Yeah. But it was like with Ken or it was with Hugo. So I guess yeah. it wasn't really, but her with her and Villanelle it was okay. yeah if she had anything she definitely exposed Hugo yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Hugo. he better quarantine <laughs> oh now he's dead yeah. we don't I think he's alive yeah I think, think he's alive yeah I think, I think he's, he's alive, alive too yeah I think they either showed him or talked about him at the end of the the season uh so I, I think that he he was he did recover mm-hmm I don't like. I don't think he's going to be doing great, but he's got some recovery ahead of him. But I think yeah, he's I alive. Think he, I don't think he died. I think he's oh. dead. Do you think flesh wound? Is yeah. he going to be wearing Ed Hardy now next season <laughs> since he got shot? Like oh. that's just what happens after you get shot. <laughs> Come back, you're just like, oh, now I'm really into Ed Hardy. Whitney, it sounds like you have a stone cold lock. <laughs> don't want to take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the one person who wasn't dead, who came back, much to everybody's surprise, Constantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not everybody's surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everyone's surprised. Yeah. yeah, he. It really, it really stunned the world when he <laughs> when he showed up uh, back in season two. Oh, no, that's all everyone could talk about. Was like, I can't believe he's alive. <laughs> And he was so, he was fine. He was yeah. absolutely, because we picked up like 30 seconds after season one. And she, there was definitely some time where Eve had to make her way back to London, to Carolyn's house, uh, to find him sitting there. But yeah. we're talking a day or two, maybe. Uh, and he was just like, hey, I'm fine. He looked better than ever. He looked like he had just went on a vacation or something. Yeah, getting shot. Uh, you get Ed Hardy and you get like, uh, adrenaline. Yeah. That's that's what it does. He looked younger. In a slight tan. younger. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unreal. <laughs> he looked tan. All <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so anything else that... Uh, oh, you know what? Ghost. The ghost. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, dude. So, I honestly, looking back on it, as I was watching the recap, I... I still don't really know the purpose that the ghost served. Like you have this awesome character that you kill off immediately. You spend all this time like building up to her 
and then you kill her and then we just forget that she ever exists. Like, I don't know. I guess she was supposed to be kind of a bridge yeah. between, yeah. like, mm. Sandra O. Oh, Art from Eve and Villanelle. But I still, like, I don't know. I think the way that they did it was a little... They almost put too much emphasis on it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did the ghost die? No. The ghost is jailed. Oh. Oh, oh I thought the... Oh. Why did I... She got that? left, like... Didn't she get, like, beat up in a... In she that, got that, like, in, yeah. in that container thing. Yeah, yeah she no got, one else had yeah. to talk into with her. Yeah, yeah I she guess got she tortured in the trailer uh, and then was, was removed. And yeah, she was basically just a device to bring Villanelle and Eve together. But it's so annoying because she was. it was so cool to have that other one. And let's spend a little bit more time uh, and with like, her. The thing that makes me mad about that is like, even Villanelle would have come together anyway. Like they would have, like Villanelle knew where Eve lived. She yeah. knew Nico existed. Mm-hmm. Like they would have found each other. I think they could have used, here's my thing. They could have used the ghost in a better way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm it, saying it. I'm saying it. <laughs> of going out on a limb? Yeah. <laughs> they could have done, done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have done it better. And then I forgot that the ghost, like right away, it was, um, they brought up the peels in the first episode and mm-hmm. ghost in the first episode because Aaron hired the ghost to off his father's associates. Yeah. Um, but I was so excited because it's like, OMG, there's two Asian women up in the show. OMG, there's two assassins up in the show. But I guess we could not have <laughs> two female assassins or two Asian women. Too long, and then eventually too much Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot handle the amount of Asian. <laughs> Who so, I was so what character is that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> An Asian Asian critic? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But. I don't want to give away a lock, but I don't know that we're done with the ghosts. If she's not dead. I yeah. Same. Love uh, that. Love gonna, that lock, Andrew. Not, Love that lock for you. Not giving, not, yeah, we're not, we're not giving, this is not locks. This is not the locks episode. And what you put out there, you have to understand, maybe in other people's heads. Other people may mm. be thinking these things. So you got to be careful. You got to be real careful. All right. Because then there's just going to be finger pointing back and forth the next time <laughs> we meet, saying like, oh no, I talked about that on the last episode. Well, guess what? The last episode is a recap on season two. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just get the shaft? <laughs> <laughs> You're all getting the shaft. You got the can. Yeah. <laughs> I can, see? Uh, there was, yeah, so Hugo, Jess, the other, the other agent. We had Jess, uh. who was a pretty upstanding individual. Uh, there wasn't really any issues there. Pretty by the book. Very grounding. Yeah. Jess, mm-hmm. I feel like, was just a very grounding, rational character amidst all the zany personalities. Yeah. There was the moment where, not moment, <clears throat> but the episode where Villanelle goes and kills the uh, adulterer uh, <sighs> and makes him look like the, the one painting. Uh, and she does that to get Eve's attention. And then Jess shows up. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember her like peeking through the, the window, uh, super angry that it's not, it's not Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes and beats up that kid in the club. Right. Yeah. She cut, well, she cut the bathroom line. That is, uh, that's an unspoken rule that crosses language, culture, race, religion, and she broke it. Yeah. 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 
It's a universal she language. She cut the cue. She, there was a cue and she cut it. <laughs> for the loo. Who's, who's that character? Oh, I'm from England. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. That is all. That is all. Anything else that, that pops up that you enjoyed about season two that you find relevant going into season three? Did Nico get out of the locker? Not when we last left, no. He was still in there. Yeah. But he was alive. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And Gemma, Gemma, Gemma was... Gamma. Su- Gemma? Gamma Ray. Yeah, Gamma Ray. Yeah. yeah. She was super dead. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh, mm-hmm. wrapped in plastic dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's dead. Uh, Hugo shot. Uh, Constantine's alive. There was the, oh, the Constantine, the, the, the buddy, the buddy cop mm-hmm. kind of thing, the road trip with uh, oh. uh, Villanelle and Constantine. Another thing that kind of uh, didn't necessarily pan out. Right. It was interesting. It was fun. But it was like mm-hmm. an episode and a half. I feel like that was a lot of season two. A lot of season two, it was like, let's introduce these like cool kind of, subplot points and then never either not really follow through or like wrap them up. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It just felt a little, a little scattered and not super satisfying, but then again, there's a season three. So now, no, no, I don't think this is not a lock. It's just a question. (laughs) Uh, Careful. You sure? You sure? Careful. Is like, I'm thinking, um, you know, Aaron Peel is dead, so does that mean Amber Peel inherits everything? I haven't seen the will, but uh, <laughs> I I would hope that she's, she's going to get a Amber. piece. She's the last living relative, right? That would be huh. at yeah. least in terms of the immediate family. Sure, sure, sure. I haven't seen the tree. Amber. It's like a knives out situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. No spoilers. <laughs> oh no! I haven't seen okay. it either. Uh, well, both of you have to see it. It's very, very good. Yeah, very when good. am I going to find time to watch a movie? <laughs> I think. I'll just send you the script. You can read that. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Thank yeah. you. That's much better and yeah. less time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And you can do all your own characters. Yeah. <gasps> that sounds fun. <laughs> oh, we've got the knives out, have we? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh what else happened on this fucking show? Oh, the freaking um, all the uh, the theme of just pain equaling love. Yeah, equal so, not maybe not love, pain equaling like list. sex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was very like yeah, very sensual, um, especially with the lipstick. Being oh, I love love yeah. that Whoa. moment where she's putting it on and the blade like oof. incredible. Love that scene. Not only like violence and like eroticism, but like um, like dominant submissiveness. Like when her and Nico have their like kind of role play romp in the sack, if you know what I mean. And she like wants Are to you be Dennis Miller now. <laughs> yeah, cha cha. I got role play romp in the sack there, cha cha. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my Dennis Miller. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. It seems to be opening up a lot of like Eve's sexual fantasies, which I think is like a really cool part of the show in general. I have one more thought and then yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Again, like I said, fresh off of 
like I have Raymond's face is paused on my TV right now. Like, <laughs> Ooh, yummy. Is I realized, because at first I was really mad and I'm still kind of mad, but at Eve, because she was so rude to Villanelle, it's like, okay, you're attracted to her. She's helping you. You're forgetting she's a serial killer. You're being so mean to her and super bossy, forgetting she's a serial killer. But then when I rewatched it, I realized, oh, Eve isn't necessarily mad at Villanelle. She's mad at herself because she's seeing how similar she is to Villanelle and how she's changing into this person that she doesn't know anymore. And so there's a lot of frustration with herself. Um, And then she has that conversation with the guy who was talking about being a psychopath. And that was when she had the line of, um, you know, I feel wide awake. Yeah, Katie Perry, uh, Mazel, she's pregnant now. She's, she's mad at herself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Raymond was another point of season two that I was so bothered by how his storyline was handled because he was, he was another one that was a really great character like Ghost that yeah. they just kind of used as a device, as a bridge rather than a, a plot point uh, mm-hmm. as, a, as a, uh, an actual storyline. Um, he was just a means to an end rather than the, the means of the story. Which like just doesn't work well when you create such a good character because yeah. then we want like more from them. Yeah, especially First. if you plan on killing him off. Yeah. And he's a bad assassin because he yeah. drops the axe. <laughs> Dude, how do you drop an axe? He did it it's on heavy. purpose. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't there like a review last year where someone got mad at us for getting mad at the fact that like, <laughs> why are they talking about him putting down the axe? Who cares if he put down the axe? He just did it. All right, move on. No. <laughs> that was definitely that was a hot contentious review. <laughs> That's right. He didn't drop the axe. He, he put it down. Put it down. Yeah. Stupid. <clears throat> yeah, especially because I don't think he had another weapon. If I don't, if I remember, yeah. he just put it down. Yeah, to, like to just have a chat. He uh, wouldn't do a mano a mano. Yeah, with... he didn't put down an axe and then like pull out two knives and you know <laughs> one in each hand and was like, um, yeah, butterfly stuff. <laughs> he also didn't pull out like a small engine. <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do what he so-called was like trained to do, but that's the same thing with Ghost. Ghost was like this kick-ass, quiet assassin, and then she just gets caught up taking her kids to school, and she's like, "Wait, what?" You know, it's like yeah. if these people are really yeah. wouldn't get caught off guard, like. <clears throat> No. Just goes to show that women can't have a career and also have a family. <laughs> I know. It's that mom work-life balance. It's hard. Ugh. She got assassinated. Or not assassinated, but she got like caught and... Locked up. Locked she got up. Caught. She got thrown in the can. She played yeah. herself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the relationship between Nico and Eve is pretty bad right now. Oh, it's uh, awful. Yeah. It's like yeah. at rock bottom, basically. I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it getting any better. Uh, once we revisit, uh, we get him out of that uh, locker storage unit. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe they go up. They've both hit bottom, right? Has Nico hit bottom? Has he hit bottom? 
No. Has he? Has he? I mean, he's been has through he some has? stuff. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I could see him visiting even the hospital when she coming out of her her I just got shot phase, and <laughs> I bet he's there. Her face. <laughs> that face. It's just face, through. mom. Yeah, I think Picasso went through that too. <laughs> yeah, blue period. Yes, I don't shot think period. over. <laughs> I don't think Miko and Eve are over, but I do think some serious mending has to happen. Yeah. In the They're definitely not relationship goals, but... No. Dude, especially Eve. Eve is like... She really went off the deep end. Yeah. That is a lot of mending. That is yeah. basically like rebuilding from the ground up. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that I want to see it. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I think I want to see Eve just like go and really go deep into this rabbit hole of assassins. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you just, yeah. Tia? What? Oh, no. I mean, the, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late <laughs> now. It's too late. Oh, we really did. <laughs> I think if anything, Nico will probably harbor a lot of resentment towards Eve because she got involved with Villanelle, which caused Villanelle to stalk Nico for his shepherd's pie recipe, which caused her to kill Gemma and leave him in the storage container. And, and she had earphone sex with Villanelle. She cheated. And she slept with Hugo. Hugo. Yeah. I can't say Hugo. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Andrew, though. Like, I think it's kind of annoying to have Eve, like, oh, will she, won't she? It's like, just do it. Just, like, dive in, do the thing, um, so we can, like, see what happens. Dive yeah. in? Yeah. Dive in. Dive in to, like... Villanelle? A, or just, like... Oh, the size of role. Yeah, yeah, her role as like not an assassin, because she's not an assassin, but like if she's gonna team up with Villanelle to like take on this new role, like just do it already. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Uh there was also some mention, and this goes back to a season two lock that uh Whitney had brought up. Uh and there was something that they haven't they, they kind of like brushed up against the possibility. And that is the parentage of Villanelle. Uh, uh, so that being Constantine of, and... Um, possibly Carolyn. Carolyn. Yeah. That was, that was one of Whitney's locks. And there's some things coming out in season two that kind of make that a possibility. I remember... Um, I laughed so hard when Whitney proposed that, but it is starting to seem more and more like a reality. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why, because doesn't she bring up like that Constantine's never hit on her and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was also something where she talks about her family and he mm-hmm. just kind of really quickly changes the subject. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Carolyn and Villanelle kind of, I'm trying to combine Carolyn's. Oh, that means Villanelle and Kenny would be half siblings, mm-hmm. half and sister. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Kenny's dad? Do we know? No, never been brought up. <laughs> I think so. What if they're twins and they're separated? <gasps> oh my! Oh my gosh! And all of season three is just yeah. like twin time. <laughs> <laughs> twin, 
Quinn Dutton. Oh, when Hugo, it was Hugo that said. Twas, twas Hugo that said. <laughs> twas Hugo that said. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Eve, you are not listed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who, Hugo? Or was it Jess that told her that, hey, you have no credentials, so you could disappear at any moment? Yeah. Jess. Mm. That was right. Jess. Was that yeah. Jess? Okay. Because yeah. she's like, all of us do a lot of paperwork. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. There's no trail on you. Oh, creepy okay. voice, Whitney. <laughs> Thank you. There's no trail on you. There's no trail on you. We could make you disappear anytime. <laughs> You're Raymond. You're Raymond. Yeah, it's, it's a little Raymond. Uh, right. Uh, so that is that is season season two. The next time we, we meet, we're going to be discussing all of uh, what we think is going to come from season three. But right now, we're just going to watch the season three trailer and just give some uh, just quick takes. I just had a really bad break. When I think about my ex, I realize I am so much happier now she's dead. I'm moving up in the world. She's back. This isn't about me. John seemed very happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just having some fun. I wish I was here. Whoa. Oh, boy. Oh, oh good. How about that? Uh, Villanelle's fashion. Oh, still so good. Still so good. Yeah. Uh, and we did have that, uh, that Tia laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Dude, there was quite a bit of Kenny. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Kenny rides a bike. Yeah. I pegged him for a bike rider. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does helmet. seem like a bike rider. I could yeah. see him not knowing how to drive. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Oop, I've got a lock, but I'll save it. <laughs> and this this is not a lock. It's just from season two and then seeing the trailer. But um, Kenny was a part of the cleanup crew in Rome when Hugo got shot. And he tried to warn Eve not to go to Rome. So he's in Rome, y'all. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, there is one thing from season two that we did not mention, and that is, of course, that Nico still's got his knob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, I love. I it. think he's. I think if he hasn't lost it by now, he's not losing it. No, I agree. I don't know. I think he might lose it. <laughs> is that a lock? <laughs> There was no Nico in that trailer. I would be just... surprised if he's not in season three. I didn't look at the IMDb's or anything, oh, but if he's not in the trailer, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in season three. There's no reason why he should be, but I think it's not a lock. All right, but we're probably going to see him. Is he be. just stuck in that uh, that uh, storage unit the whole time? 
<laughs> He's just been eating Gemma. <laughs> oh, no. They go through the entirety of season uh, season three, and the very last scene is him just like finally busting out of there, like blood covering him. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where it finds him. Oh, it's like um, um, a storage wars episode. Like they cut it open, and they're like, "This one's for sale." And he's just, and he's like, just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's like, um, ten thousand. <laughs> Twenty, if he hadn't already eaten half the body. Yeah. Yeah. They're like sold. <laughs> All right, still a deal. <laughs> still a deal, especially because it's got those comic books over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on your minds? Um, no. Aside from that, trailer does make me like very excited. It looks like uh, it looks action packed. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. definitely have high hopes for season three. I feel like though season two was definitely entertaining, did not quite live up to season one. And I think now they <laughs> they're going to work through some problems and make a more tight. Season. Yeah, I think yeah. I even cover like a shorter amount of time, maybe. That's mm. what I. But and that's not a lock. It's just <laughs> a thought. I saw Helen. Who? What? Carolyn's boss, Helen. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. in real life? No, <laughs> in the trailer. Oh, I thought you were uh, just like. I saw Helen. Helen. Yeah, yeah I saw. It looked like she was like trying to break dance. Okay. Oh. I can yeah. see her popping up. Yeah, we I would need... love would love to see more Helen. Yeah, we need more uh, of the hierarchy of MI, both MI6, uh, but also of the 12. We've got to see who these other numbers are. Yeah, more of the 12. I feel like season two, like the 12 was barely mentioned, right? Like yeah. It. Like, I feel like it was such a big deal in season one. We're like, oh, who's a part of the 12? And in season two, there's like, oh, yeah, that thing, the 12, whatever. No, I not agree. whatever. Yeah, they like totally dropped that storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to, in the episode notes, include information about our upcoming episode, uh, as well as a link to a 20, 25 minute recap. That is, it's on YouTube. You can just Google it, um, but I'll link it uh, so that you can watch a more thorough recap than if it's possible to be more thorough than we just were. Um, you, it will probably be that, uh, that link that I'm going to share in the episode notes. Uh, so you'll be fully prepared to watch season three when it, when it comes up. Uh, does anybody have anything to plug? Does anybody have anything going on? (laughs) I'm quarantined, boo. (laughs) Yeah. Everything that you as creatives has been shut down. I guess if anyone has any job openings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but nothing to can't plug. even go to the corner to get the want ads. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you can go to watercooler.com for this podcast and other podcasts. Uh, and I guess you can go to phillyimprovtheater.com because we are still doing some shows online here and there. We have Duo Fest coming up uh, Wednesday, April 1st through April 4th. Uh, there will be shows at 8 p.m. They are, they are online and they are quite cheap. Uh, but they are going to be really fun and a cool experience to watch. Uh, so if you enjoy comedy and have wanted to see us do things or see the place where we do things, uh, that's your opportunity and you can do it from anywhere. 
uh, this time, which is a pretty cool opportunity. Anybody across the world will be able to see these things. Uh, so I will include links to that stuff as well. Uh, so that's it for us today. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you, Whitney. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.